Ah, uh, yeah, the only love of my life. You're the operator maker, ain't nobody like you. Ah, uh, God, it don't matter what the weather, man, your lights stay shining like the beginning of summer. You are my desire till the day that I retire. Took away my pain and replaced it with your desire. Now I am a man of dust, and thank you, Papa. Jesus, 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 till the day that I inspire. Uh, you are my desire. You're my all in all. You're the source of my joy. It be you, you God way I know. My hiding place. I'm so proud of. I'm in You're my rock of ages. You're my rock
of days you are the alpha and omega today is the second day in the month of december the final the last month of the year and we are part of the living today we appreciate you jesus we thank you lord we adore your name lord we say you are good god we say you are great god we say you are a wonderful god it's me urade enye yenyansa enye tumi enye nimdie 
enye mpaye bia yetumi bo enenye ade asunku bia awrade yaye dia mawo enu nti na wode enkwa acheye ne na mmum no eye odo eni mbudu hunu ni adum a ebrosuo no ebi ena akaye enu nti ene ya dawase ye shewani munyam ye comforting we worship you god we praise your name jesus we adore your name lord we say you are a good god somebody say thank you jesus thank you lord precious one i welcome you all today to our prayer line at the hour of gethsemane there is the hour of gethsemane there is the hour where we seek the face of god behind our closed doors there is the hour where we say we are untouchable we are unbreakable we are undeniable and we cannot be broken god bless you god bless you god bless you how are you doing oh i believe you are doing very well i believe you are doing very well god bless you god bless your family god bless your children god bless your business god bless your career god bless your relationship god bless your finances all that had to do with your life may you be found favored and may you be found blessed and honored today is another day another awesome day another glorious day and the spirit of god is here the i am that i am is here the ancient of days is here our month of divine settlement our month of divine settlement we have prayed from the beginning of this year we have seek the face of god and it is time for somebody to receive a divine reward it is time for somebody to be settled it is time for somebody to be elevated it is time for somebody's breakthrough it is time for somebody's release from satanic and demonic cages it is time for somebody to be honored our month of divine settlement you are going to be settled this month whatever that you sow in tears i know people have sowed in tears and god through his divine kindness will show you mercy where all what you sow in tears you will reap them in joy you will reap them in joy you will reap whatever that you sow whatever you sacrifice whatever sacrifice that you have made in the past the lord will bring you a divine remuneration the lord will bring you the dividend that you deserve the very reward that had been prepared for his people you 
are going to be a partaker. As we saw yesterday, just a proclamation, a proclamation, restore the fortunes of the young man called Mephibosheth. A proclamation from the king. The young man was settled. May a word bring a divine breakthrough in your life. May a word bring a supernatural settlement in your life. In the name of Jesus. In this month of December, goodness and mercy and joy are going to be your portion. You will live to glorify the goodness, the awesomeness of God. Maybe you have not experienced a miracle in your life. Maybe you are praying for a miracle. You are praying for a sign. You are praying for wonders. You will receive the sign. You will receive the wonders. Divine settlement. And I said, when we talk about divine settlement, it is to be supernaturally restored to a place of glory. And anything supernatural is beyond the natural. Anything supernatural is beyond the physical. So, divine settlement is for the child of God to be supernaturally restored to a place of glory or to a place of power. Or in other words, to a place of peace and rest to a place of peace and rest may you enjoy peace you see peace is beyond having your needs and your wants peace is beyond achieving your dreams peace is beyond having your resolutions coming to a realization. Peace surpasses how we feel and what we desire. But it is an innermost work of the Spirit of God that settles humanity in every area and facet of his life, both emotionally, psychologically, physically, and spiritually. So spiritually, you feel some kind of relief in, 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 in your spirit man. Just like yesterday when I was talking, it got to a point I was laughing. I, I, was, I was just enjoying the message. It was like somebody 
that was preaching the message to me. That was how the whole thing was moving yesterday. It was like somebody preaching to me, and 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 and, and I can't sit down, and I'm just standing, receiving the rima, receiving the word. Spiritually, I pray that may you experience a divine peace. Emotionally, may you experience a divine peace. There are some people they prayed for their job, but after the job, there is no peace. There are some people they prayed to travel, but after they got to their destination, there is no peace. There are some people they prayed for their marriage, and after the marriage, the peace, the bliss is nowhere to be found. So, divine settlement is where. God supernaturally restored you to a place of peace and a place of rest. Not a rest in a form of death, but a rest in your toil, a rest in your suffering. Some of us, we have suffered. Today, before I came online, a friend of mine, who is also more like a brother, came to visit me, me and my wife, so we were talking and some of the conversation got to our early life where we started from the suffering The oppression, the suppression, our rights, freedoms being infringed and taken, and then how far the Lord has brought us. How far the Lord has brought us. Beloved, the place of peace, the place of peace is not only about achieving all your dreams and your aspirations in life, but it is an inner imputed, or in other words, it is a spiritual relief that God gives to his people. That is where the Bible says that even when all men are cast down, you will say there is a lifting up. Where everybody is crying, things are messed up. At a certain point, you don't even have money. There was a time I was preaching and I said, if I don't have money, that is the very time I dress very well. I make sure I dress very well. I look very nice and sharp. When you see me, you say, ah, this guy, he, he got something. But in my pocket, that is nothing. But I know 
that my God shall supply. I know that my God shall supply according to his riches in the glory of our Lord and Master Jesus. And in the book of Psalms, the Bible says that I have been a child and I've grown and I have not seen the righteous, neither even his seed or his children begging for bread. So the very fact that God has given me life, that supernatural grace of peace has been imputed. So even if you have or you don't have, psychologically, emotionally, you are stable. People out of hunger, out of lack, commit suicide as a result of depression because they don't know who they are. But divine settlement is where spiritual or supernaturally God restores you to a place of glory, to a place of power and a place of peace and rest. The power aspect, I love that aspect so much. Because it is the beginning of the month, I will take a lot of time to delve as we explore the team in detail. But to welcome you today to our prayer line at the hour of Gethsemane, to welcome you to the hour of Gethsemane. I said this month of December, in this month of December, the Lord will restore you. The Lord will settle you. The settlement can be in a form of restored health. God restoring your health. Maybe you have some health complications, some a sickness, a chronic disease. It, it might be in a form of deliverance. Some of you, your divine settlement is going to be in a form of a good job, opportunity. Some of you, your, your divine settlement is going to be in, in a form of career promotion, career enlargement, and career expansion. Some of you, your, your, your divine settlement is going to be a marital breakthrough. Some, their divine settlement are going to be the fruit of the womb. Some, their divine settlement is going to be a marital peace. Some, their divine restoration is going to be a, a good home, a good home, a good home, a good home, a nice home, a beautiful home. You see, a good home, a peaceful home is not the husband and the wife living in a big mansion or driving big cars, luxurious one, but a good and a peaceful home is where even if those things does not exist, 
the love is there. When you see the people, you see peace, you see them and their children. Playing, having fun, entertaining each other. That is the mark of the divine settlement we are talking about this month of December. And I decree and declare on this platform that any man who is listening to me now, any woman hearing my voice in the mighty name of Jesus, at the declaration of my word, from the throne room of grace, may you experience a divine deliverance. May you experience a restored health. May you experience that divine promotion, that career promotion, that career opportunity, that financial breakthrough, that marital opportunity. My God, that fruit of the womb, I decree and declare that may you receive, may you receive, may you receive, may you receive your divine settlement now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Divine settlement mean, also means a favorable turn around of a matter. A favorable turn around of a matter. Maybe there is an accusation that has been leveled against you. Even it might even get to the place of, 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 of being a court issue or whatever. But divine settlement comes in when the judgment comes to your favor. When the accusation turn out to be false or turn out to be negative. I pray for somebody that God will settle you this month of December by divine order. I decree and declare that may you be settled emotionally, psychologically, physically, spiritually, may you be settled to a place of rest in the name of Jesus. May you be settled to a place of peace, a place of glory, and a place of divine power in the name of Jesus Christ. You've proven yourself in my life And I've come to realize You're too faithful to kill me
The Lord is too faithful to fail you. He will never fail you. The Lord will never leave you alone. You will never be left alone. Until you are settled, God will never sleep. God will never rest. Because the Bible said, He that watcheth over Israel, he neither sleep nor slumber. He will not sleep and he will never or he will not slumber. That is the God that we serve. Let me welcome you and let's start something. Today, I have a message that in the Bible, a passage in the Bible I want to share with you. In fact, when I was going through today, I was feeling too emotional. It was very, very emotional story in the Bible, a passage in the Bible. But I want to share it with you. It will motivate somebody. It will inspire somebody. It will deliver somebody. It will bring joy. It will bring peace to the heart of somebody. God bless you all for joining our prayer line today at the hour of Gethsemane. I'm your servant. Pastor George, and I'm so grateful to have you as a family. God bless you all. Remain blessed and favored. You are welcome. My brother George Afriye. George Afriye, how are you doing? God bless you so much. It's been a while. I believe you are doing well. And I believe the family is doing very, very well. George, a free year. God bless you. I also welcome my dear sister Ruthba. Ruthba, how are you doing, my dear? God bless you so much. Sister Bridget, Bridget is here, our only administrator. God bless you. My dear sister Bridget Berema, you are warmly welcome. You are also welcome. Lady Presla, Lady Presla, you are welcome. God bless you for joining our prayer line today at the hour of Gethsemane. You are also welcome, Latifa. Latifa, how are you? God bless you. Yes, Latifa, we spoke this morning. God bless you so much. Na Adoma, you are welcome. God bless you for joining our prayer line at the hour of Gethsemane. You are so warmly welcome for passing through we are so grateful having you na adoma god bless you mommy eva has also joined mommy eva how are you doing god bless you so much mommy eva chun berima god bless you mommy for joining us today on our prayer line at the hour of gethsemane um my mother uh dickness uh gloria uh it's also on Dickiness Gloria. Mommy, God bless you so much for joining our prayer line at the hour of Gethsemane. Um, God bless everybody who is on. Today, I, 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 I decided to come a little earlier than our time because today, 3 uh, p.m., Ghana is going to beat Uruguay. 
in the World Cup. So that is why I decided to come early so that by three we'll close and then I'll go and then watch Ghana beating Uruguay at the World Cup. Yes, you are welcome to the patient. The patient, you are welcome. Mami, by any abril, but when you see a winning match, Uruguay for God bless you, sister patient. My daughter Gladys. Gladys, you are welcome. How are you? God bless you, my daughter Gladys. Through, through, through. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. And the match, today the match is 3 p.m. That's GMT Ghana time. So I decided to come one so that by three we'll close and then. I'll go and sit back and watch as we beat the Uruguay team. match match holiday today today's holiday in Ghana. Today's Farmers Day. Yes, so today's holiday. Uh, I was even in the house. Uh, when it was one at all, let me come online and then let's have some few time. Yeah, it's Farmer's Day. It's Farmer's Day. So the farmers, I'm, 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 I'm equally a farmer. I farm. I'm a doofu. A doofu. Doofu. So I have, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying. Mami, I'm a doofu. 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 Hey, glad it's all today. What do you want? 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 What That's my daughter, Gladys. God bless you. Okay, God bless everybody. I'm so honored and then I'm so privileged to uh, be your servant today. I want to share something with you about divine settlement. I want to share something with you in the book of uh, Second Kings, from the book of Second Kings, from the book of Second Kings. In fact, the message, the message is in the chapter eight. But I want to pick the genesis of the message from the chapter 4 the genesis of the message we are still talking about divine settlement divine settlement divine settlement and for your information before i start our program by the grace of god as i said yesterday the date is the 12th december to 18th December, 12th December to 18th December. That's this year's Gethsemane Fire Conference. This year's Gethsemane Fire Conference, 12th to 18th December. I'm working on the flyer to be ready very soon. We have a lot of great men and women on board who will be blessing us. So you cannot afford to miss this program. That is why this month, our three-day program, uh, we, we decided to push it to the 12th of December. The 12th of December. 
divine settlement. Second Kings chapter 4. When you read from the verse 8, when you read from the verse 8 to that is the verse 36. Verse 8 to verse 36. There is there is an emotional issue there of which I will not be able to read all, but I will just give you uh, the story of that particular passage. You are welcome, Pastor Andrea. Pastor Andrea, how are you? I, I didn't know you were online. I, when, I, I, when I started before, I saw that you were online. Uh, anytime when you come online, you share the link with, uh, ad, 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 on, on our WhatsApp platform. God bless you, Pastor Andrea. Oh, by the grace of God, I'm fine. Mommy, I'm doing so well. You're also welcome. The unction. You are welcome. The unction. God bless you for uh, joining today. We are looking at, I said the message is in the chapter um, 8, but the genesis of the message is in the chapter 4, verse 8 coming down. When I was reading it, when I was going through it, I was feeling emotional. Why was I feeling emotional? Because in life, in life, the life that we live today, we are living in a life where sometimes when you don't take care, when you are not patient enough, when you don't pray for God to grant you patience, you give up so easily in life. You give up so easily. We have a lot of people who have given up not because they can't but because they lacked patience. Because they lacked faith. The, the Bible said the prophet Elisha, the prophet Elisha, and his servant called Gehazi, every now and then. Okay, let me read the verse 8, verse 1. It said, One day. Elisha went to shoot toward Shunem. Elisha went to Shunem, and a well-to-do woman was there. A well-to-do woman, which means that when the Bible described at that particular age, or at that, when I talk about age, does not mean the number of years, but the biblical age, it means that the woman was a woman of substance. One day, Elisha went to Shunem and a well-to-do woman was there. 
who urged him to stay for a meal. The woman urged him to stay for a food. So whenever he passed by, he stopped there to eat. When she said to her husband, I know that this man who often come away is a holy man of God. Let us make a small room on the roof and put in in it a bed and a table and a chair and a lamp for him. Then he can stay there whenever he comes to us. Let me pause here and, 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 and add the other narration. Let me add the other narration. You are welcome. Benewa, Mame, Benewa, you are welcome. God bless you. The Bible said, Elisha and his servant one day went to Shinem and a well-to-do woman, which means that this woman was a woman of substance, saw the man of God. In those days, you will be able to detect or you'll be able to identify, to detect, or in other words, to identify a man of God based on their dressing. You can look at the way they dress the rope and you know that this is a prophet of God or this is a man of God. So the Bible says, the woman approached the man of God as he passes by and asks to offer her a food and water. So the man of God stopped and took the food and the water and left. And the other day he returned. So it was a routine. The man of God used to pass that particular road. So the woman said, since this man has been passing here every day, I will make sure that every day that he passes through this place, I will give him a food. And the woman went ahead and told the husband that let's make another room in the roof, which means they were well to do, so they had a story house or building. So they wanted another room, a special one, on top of the floor for the prophet. So that any time the man of God will pass by and eat and it is late, he can go there and sleep. So they did. The husband agreed with the wife. I pray that God will give you a husband that will understand the things of God and a husband that will fear God. I pray that God will give you a wife who understands the things of God and a wife that fears God. If it was to be today's century where some 
uh, uh, in some families, let me use the word some, in some families, that the wife goes to the husband that this man of God that has been passing by, let's make a roof. The way the husband would have been angry and fight the woman or the wife. But this man accepted what the wife said. They made the roof, put a bed in it, a table and a chair, and they also kept a lamp in the room. And the Bible said, as time goes on, Elisha passes by, he stays there to sleep, and he eats. So one day, Elisha said, this woman, what have I done that she loves me so much that she has done this thing to me? So what can I also do to this woman? So Elisha was talking to his servant Gehazi that what can I even do? Because this woman already, she is a well-to-do woman. Everything she has it. So what can I also do for this woman and the husband? And for all this while, Elisha was not aware that the woman had been buried and the woman and the husband were not having a child. But his servant Gehazi was aware that the woman was not having a child. Elisha was not aware. But the servant was aware. I believe that Elisha used to send the servant to go downstairs, downstairs and collect water or food. And so the, the servant, since he keeps going and having that interaction with the family, was able to know that the well-to-do woman was not having a child. She was not having a child. Let me come down a little bit and, and read for you. It is not a story I'm telling you, but it's a passage in 2 Kings, the chapter 4. Okay. Um, one day, the verse 11, one day, when Elisha came, he went up to his room and lay down there. He said to his servant Gehazi, call the Shunammite. So he called her and she stood before him. Elisha asked to him, tell her, you have done to, to all, he said, you have done to all this trouble for us. Now, what can be done for you? What a woman means that you've passed through all this trouble to do all this thing, build for us and prepare a room for us to sleep. Now, what can be done for you? Can we speak on your behalf to the king or the commander of the army. So, Elisha, not knowing 
the woman having a child, but he was also trying his best to do something to replicate what the woman and the family had done. So Elijah was suggesting, suggesting that if there is something that they want, that they want he, Elijah, to speak to the king even on her behalf, or the army officers on her behalf, Elisha was willing. Elisha was ready to, to do it. Let me continue. She replied, I have a home among my own. I have a home among my own people. What can be done for her? Elisha asked. Gehazi said she has no son and her husband is old. The woman told Elisha that for now I have everything. So I might not need you to speak on behalf of me to the king or anyone. Then he said, what can we do? Then Gehazi said, she has no son and the husband is also old. This has a relation with that of Abraham and Sarai. And beloved, the Bible said, Elisha said, next year by this time, you will conceive. We are talking about divine settlement. Next year by this time, you will conceive. Next year by this time, you will conceive and bore a son. You will have your own child. Then, let me read a little down. Then, that's the verse 15. Then Elisha said, call her. So she called her and she stood in the doorway. About this time next year, Elisha said, you will hold a son in your arms. No, my Lord, she objected. Please, man of God, don't mislead your servant but the woman became pregnant and the next year about that same time she gave birth to a son just as elisha had told her divine settlement this woman the sunamite had lived with the husband and where to do family they have everything that they wanted but the only thing that was lacking at that moment, at that moment, was what? A son. And Elisha said, next year by this time, you have your son at your arm. And the woman said, man of God, don't raise my expectations. She objected that I am old. My husband is weak. But the Bible said, exactly as the prophet said, the following year, the woman gave birth. The woman gave birth. 
to a son. I pray that whatever situation that seemed impossible in your life, may God bring possibility. Whatever situation that seems unrealized, any situation that you think that with men it cannot be possible, I decree and declare by divine authority. That may God surprise you. I pray that may God shock you in the name of Jesus. If you are praying for the fruit of the womb, I pray that may God give you in the name of Jesus. If you are praying for a marital door, I declare on this platform that today your husband, your wife is your portion. Receive your marriage now in the name of Jesus. If you are praying for a healing, maybe you went to the hospital, you were diagnosed, and the doctor says that this particular sickness, nothing can be done about it. One year, two year, three year, four year, you have to die. I declare and I decree that you will not die, that you will live and declare the might of God in the name of Jesus. And do you know the sad aspect? Do you know that the, the emotional aspect I was talking about? Within a short year, the Bible said, the boy was with the mother. If you read the story down, you see. The boy was with the mother. The, the young boy was with, with the father. The young boy was with the father. And, 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 and the Bible said, the boy told the father that his head. Let me read a verse 18. The Bible said, the, the, the child grew, and one day he went out to his father, who was with the reapers. He said to his father, my head, my head. The Bible repeated this, my head, my head. I decree and declare that may premature death be counseled from your life. May premature death be counseled from your family in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The Bible said, the boy said, my head and my head, and that is all. The boy died. It is happening in our time today. It is happening in our days. You will hear somebody, you will see somebody today. You will meet somebody today. The next day you will hear that the person is dead. There was a woman that we all live in one neighborhood. This woman has struggled a lot as a single mother to send the first son to the university. The guy graduated on Friday. And the Friday evening, when they got back, the guy complained of headache that they had. So the mother said, it's because of the long program and, and fatigue and stress. That is why. Beloved, Saturday, the next day, the guy died.
We have heard and we have seen many, many, many of this. Premature death. The Bible said, the young man that Elisha prophesied that the woman who had no child and for that age, the woman to have the only son. The scripture said, the guy said, my head, my head. His father told the servant, carry him to his mother. After the servant had lifted him up and carried him to his mother, the boy sat on the lap, on her lap until noon, and then he died. The boy was carried to the mother. And your story in America, make kind Bible. Second Kings chapter four. I'm reading from the scriptures. The young boy said, My head, my head, the scripture, you read the verse 18. The verse 18, my head repeated twice. My head, my head. That is all. I declare on this platform. I speak as a servant of God that in the name of Jesus, in this month of December, any death projection that has been projected against you, any death projection that has been projected against your children, that has been projected against any member of your family, I decree and declare by divine authority, I cancel it in Jesus' name. You will not die you will live and declare the might of God. Your husband will not die. Your wife will not die. Your children will not die. Your siblings will not die. But you will live to declare the might of Yeshua Amashiach in Jesus' mighty name. So the Bible said, at the lap of the mother, the boy died. Our friends, Sinima Menasotom, The mothers here, I don't know, sorry to say, if somebody has lost a child before, how it feels. When I grew up, my mother told me something. I feel so sad. I am a twin, one boy, one girl. And my mother told me that she first gave birth to twins, two girls. And they even grew, I think she said even three getting to four months. The twins, the two girls, they were not sick. Nothing was wrong with them. Two of them, they died one day. I never knew this until I grew up when my mother told me. That she first had twins. And lost all the twins, two of them the same day. This woman had everything. This woman had everything. The money, the cows, the sheep, the farms, the laborers. Everything, but the only thing she never had was a child. 
And the only child that through prophecy that God had given to her, the child is dead. How will you take it? How will you feel? So the Bible said, the woman sent a message to the husband that he should release some of, his, some of the camel or the, no, the donkey to come and pick her to a place. So the donkey came and picked, verse 22, she called her husband and said, please send me one of the servants and a donkey so I can go to the man of God quickly and return. But that time, the son was dead. So when the son died, do you know what the woman did? The woman carried the son and sent the son to the upper room where the man of God sleeps. His bedroom that the woman herself has prepared for the man of God. And lay the dead boy on the bed of the prophet Elisha. And sent a message to the husband that a servant in a donkey should be released to her. That she wants to go and look for the man of God. She saddled the donkey and said to her servant, lead on. Don't slow down for me unless I tell you. So she got out and came to the man of God at Mount Camel. At Mount Camel. You are welcome, Nana or Say Boateng. Stink. You are also welcome. God bless you all who um, are owned. Ohima Esther. You are also welcome. Ohima Esther. God bless you. So, people of God, the woman saddled and told the servant that don't slow down. So, the donkey was on a tall speed. To Mount Camel to go and look for the prophet Elisha. And when the woman got to Elisha, the Bible said the woman went, went straight and grabbed Elisha and hold Elisha. That man of God, I told you not to raise my expectation. Now you ended up raising my expectation. I took seed. And give birth, and as I am talking right now, my son is dead. I pray that in this month of December, you will never lose anything that is valuable to you. You will never lose your job, you will never lose your marriage, you will never lose any member of your family. Any satanic projections, any demonic projection that has been projected against you, that have been projected against your family in this month of December, I decree and declare that may your projection cut fire in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The Bible said, the woman's only son, her only hope, her only source of joy, she has everything because the Bible described the woman as a well-to-do woman. A woman that has servants, a woman that has donkeys, a woman that has sheep and goats and cattle, a woman that has farms, had built her own house, I believe a story house. 
the only soul, her only joy was that son. Beloved, she will never, I decree by divine authority, I decree by divine authority that you will never lose anything valuable to you. You will not lose your children. Prematurely, I counsel every premature death from your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Your career will not end. In the name of Jesus Christ. Kadabodo Shata. He grabbed Elisha and said, Man of God, what wrong have I done? What wrong have I done? My only source of joy is gone. So the Bible said, Elisha quickly gave a staff to his servant, Gehazi, for Gehazi to quickly run to the house and place the staff on, 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 on the head. Verse 31, Gehazi went on ahead and laid the staff on the boy's face. But there was no sound or response. So Gehazi went back to meet Elisha. And told him, the boy has not woken. When Elisha reached the house, there was the boy lying dead on his couch. He went in and shut the door on the two of them and prayed to the Lord. Then he got on the bed and laid on the boy. Mouth to mouth, eye to eye. Hands to hands, as he stretched himself out on him, the, boy, the boy's body grew warm. Elijah turned away and walked back and forth in the room, and then got onto the bed and stretched out on him once more. The boy sneezed seven times and opened the eye. My God, praise God, hallelujah, somebody. A wonderful God, what a miraculous God. I pray that may God restore anything that is dead in your life today in the name of Jesus. In the 
anything that is dead in your life, anything dead in your career, anything dead in your marriage, anything dead in your finances, anything dead in your business, I decree and declare a divine resurrection in the name of Jesus. Somebody type a big amen. You are welcome, my daughter Dore. My God, Kadada. Elisha said, I will not agree. This one, I will not agree. I will not agree. You see, at a certain point in time, say to yourself that this particular calamity, this particular problem, I will not agree. Don't give in. Don't give up. Don't give in. Elijah, he went and prayed and laid the, on the boy. The first time, the, the first time the Bible said the boy's body was cold. The boy did not resurrect. He came and said, I will not give up. He prayed and walked around the room and went back and laid on the boy. And the Bible said, Immediately, the boy began to sneeze. And the Bible said for seven times, the boy sneezed and got up. That was the woman's only source of hope. The woman saw only source of inspiration. Her hope was lost. Her joy had been taken by surprise. How can my son say my head, my head two times, and that is all? It means that I am not going to see my son again. And how possible it is that I will be able to conceive and give birth to another child. May you be settled in this month of December in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. May the Spirit of God, may the ancient glorious be glorious unto you. And this you are welcome, Hope. You are also welcome, Adjoesika. You are also welcome. God bless you. People of God, when you give up, you give room to the enemy. When you throw in, when you throw in the towel, you grant the devil an access and an opportunity to rejoice and be happy. Elisha, the man of God, never gave up. When he prayed the first time for the child, the Bible said that the child was lying there dead. He never gave up. He stood out from the boy and walked around the room and went back and lay on the boy. 
And the Bible says that immediately the boy got up. And that is where my message is. In the chapter, I moved to the, the chapter 8. And the, another awesome aspect about that is that at that particular time, there was a prophecy that there was going to be a seven year famine. So Elisha told the Shunammite woman and the husband and the children that they should move. To move out. You see, whenever you are settled, God always gives you a direction. Whenever you are settled in the midst of the mess, God will always give you a message. In the midst of the mess, God will always give you. So a message was given to the woman that lived this land and go. Because there is going to be, there is a prophecy that there is going to be a seven year famine. And if you don't leave, you and your child and your husband will suffer. Let's move to chapter 8. And let me quickly pray for you. And then we'll close. Chapter 8. God bless you. <laughs> Chapter 8 of the second Kings. Now, Elisha has said to the woman whose son he had restored to life, Go away with your family and stay for a while wherever um, you, you can. Because the Lord has decreed a famine in the land that will last seven years. The woman. Proceeded to do as the man of God said. She and the family went away and stayed in the land of the Philistine for seven years. Verse three. At the end of the seven years, she came back from the land of the Philistine and went to appeal to the king for her house and land. The king was talking to Gehazi, the servant of、um, the man of God, and has said, "Tell me about all, tell me about all the the great things Elisha has done." Just as Gehazi was telling the king how Elisha had restored the dead to life. The woman whose son Elisha had brought back to life came to appeal to the king for her house and land. Gehazi said, This is the woman, my lord, the king, and this is her son whom Elisha restored to life. The king asked the woman about it, and she told him. Then he signed an official. To her, to her case, and said to him, Give back everything that belonged to her, including all the incomes from her land, from the day she left the country until now. Divine settlement. Somebody say, I am settled. I am settled. Divine settlement. The Bible says, after the woman returned seven years after the famine, 
The woman's land, the woman's house and property had been taken. So the woman, the Shunammite, went to the king to go and plead to the king so that her land and her property could be restored back to her. And when, he, when she got to the palace, the servant of Elisha called Gehazi was in the palace talking to the king. And the king was inquiring from Gehazi what Elisha had been doing because the king had heard about the miracles of Elisha. So as Gehazi was telling the king about the miracle that are performed by Elisha, the Bible said the woman appeared with the son at the palace to come and plead. And, and, and Gehazi said, hey, my king, what I am just talking about, this woman is the one I am talking about. And this is the very son that Elisha raised from the dead. And the Bible said, the king asked the woman that what Gehazi is saying, is it true? And the woman said, yes, it is true. And the Bible said, immediately, the king signed a decree, my God, ah, to the woman that sent this decree, that from today your land and your house can be restored unto to you and the most awesome aspect is that when the woman left the bible said the people were working on the man's land the woman's land and the king signed in the decree that all the incomes that were earned on the land of the woman should be given back onto the Sunamite. that is where divine settlement comes in the woman was settled with her land with her properties and even the incomes that will end at her back. I decree and declare today by divine authority and by divine order that may you be restored whatever that belongs to you that had been taken by the enemy, that had been taken by evil kingdoms, that had been taken by wicked men. I pray for somebody by divine authority and order that may you be released. May May that blessing be released. May that favor be released. May that inheritance be released unto somebody now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. A divine order. Yesterday you saw a divine order by King David. Yesterday we saw a divine order by King David unto Ziba. David ordered that from today Ziba you and your family will till the land of your servant Saul and Jonathan and give the proceeds or the produce to Mephibosheth. Today, we have seen another proclamation. We have seen another declaration. The king signed with a seal. You see, those days, when the king signed a proclamation with the king's seal, nobody can act either ways. But if you go contrary to the king's order, you'll be put to death. So the Bible said, the king signed 
He signed. Gehazi said, This is the woman. And the woman said, Yes, it is me. Then he, then he signed an official. Then the king signed an official to her, to her case, and said to him, Give back everything that belonged to her, including all the income from her land. From the day she left the country until now. What a divine settlement. Beloved, a piano wa ye jume bia. A huanke tuyano. A huanke tuyano. Chairman bietiaso. A who process nu wo bi. Adjat naso. But today I decree and declare a divine release, a divine release, a supernatural release of anything that belongs to you, a divine release of your inheritance, your right, your privileges. In the name of Jesus, the Bible said the king signed a decree and an official that from that day. Even starting from the very day the woman left the land, people took over his land and his home, and they were working on the land. I believe they even, even sold some of the land and, 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 and his produce, his, his, his proceeds. And the king made an order. The king wrote or signed an order. Including all the income from her land from the day she left the country until now, everything was restored back to the Shunammite woman. Divine settlement. Divine settlement. Divine settlement. I pray. That whatever reward, whatever you labored for in the past, whatever sacrifice you made, the Bible says, weeping may endure for a night by joy coming in the morning. You have weeped, you have cried, you have sowed in tears, and it is time for you to weep in joy. In the name of Jesus Christ. May God take out every discomfort and make it a comfortable place for you. In the name of Jesus. I pray that whatever you labored for in the past, may you be paid what is owned and due you. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The Lord is good. And God will not sit down. And see his children. Their right. Their privileges. Being taken away. Beloved. After many years of oppression and slavery 
in the land of Egypt, the Israelites were delivered and settled into their promised land. May you be settled into your promised land. May you be settled into your dream job. May you be settled into your dream home. May you be settled into your dream marriage. May you be settled into your dream business. May you be settled into your dream career. May you be settled, oh my God, in the name of Jesus Christ. The woman's land was restored. Her property was restored. The incomes that were made at her blind side were all restored back onto her. What a great God. What an awesome God. Against all odds. And, 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 and biological reasoning. Abraham and Sarai were divinely settled with the fruit of the womb. The same as this Shunammite woman. I believe that biologically the woman at the stake of her life and the man at the state of his life could not impregnate the woman. And the woman couldn't have conceived. But by divine order and by divine decree, there was a miracle. In this month of December, as we bring this year to a close, may you experience uncommon miracles. May you experience uncommon favor. May you experience uncommon settlement in the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever that is due you, receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive your career breakthrough. Receive your business breakthrough. Receive your financial breakthrough. Receive your marital breakthrough. In the name of Jesus, receive the fruit of the womb. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, receive your educational breakthrough. Receive your financial breakthrough. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, you are settled. By divine order, you are settled. Finally, do you remember the issue of Jacob? After Jacob ran away from, from, from his own kindred, from his home, because he, he, he had received his brother's blessing. The Bible said he went into the house of his of his uncle who also became his father-in-law the Bible said he worked for a wife but when the time was up the wife was exchanged so 
Jacob had to stay back. And for 20 years, after 20 years of injustice, Jacob worked for Rachel. And in an exchange, they gave Jacob what? Leah. Jacob experienced injustice, but Jacob was divinely settled. With the wife that he wanted, the wealth, the power, the authority. So the Bible said, even when, said, when he returned and met his brother Esau, he was afraid, thinking that Esau was going to harm him. But the Bible said, because of that divine order and favor upon his life. Esau could not harm his brother Jacob. Because Esau had struggled and he too had made his life having his wealth. So there was no need to injure his brother. But divinely, it was orchestrated by the Spirit of God. I pray. That may the Spirit of God go before you and make every crooked way straight for you in this month of December. Whatever crooked way, whatever sleepy, and whatever pit that has been dank on your way, may that be destroyed. May ye be destroyed. May ye be destroyed. In Jesus' mighty name, may it be destroyed. May it be destroyed. In Jesus' mighty name, somebody type a big amen. I want to do the last thing and we'll close. Our time is up today. My, 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 my beloved country, Ghana, is playing a World Cup. Pray for my country. Uh -huh. So our time is up, but I want to do this thing before um, we close. I'll do this before we close. Within just some few minutes, whatever you are and you are listening to me, if you are free and your hands are free. I want you to do this and let me pray for you. Just open your right palm. Just open your right palm and place it on your forehead, not on your eyes. Just place your right palm on your forehead. And let me pray this prayer for you. Our month of divine settlement. If you are free, if your hands are free, if your hands are not free, just follow up in the spirit and the spirit of God work together for your good. Father, with our hands, with our right hands on our forehead, I declare every hand on the forehead by divine order 
and by divine decree. That hand ceases to be an ordinary hand, but the hand of our Lord Jesus Christ. The hand that brings liberation. The hand that brings about freedom. The hands that brings about deliverance. The hands that brings power. The hands that bring healing. I decree that each and every one of us listen to me right now. With your right hand on your forehead, may your hand, which is now replaced by the hand of Jesus, bring you divine deliverance. Bring you divine freedom. May the hand bring you divine victory. May your hand bring you divine power. May the hand bring you divine sources. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, from today, whatever the hand lays or touches is turning to a gold, is turning to a blessing, is turning to favor. In the name of Jesus Christ, with your hand on your forehead, from today, favor will not depart from your face. Any man that any man that you will encounter, any woman that you encounter, my God, as they as he or she looks into your face with that divine hand on your face, may you be favored. With that divine hand, may you be favored. Among men, may you be favored. For you are favored before God. Among men, may you be favored. With your hand on your forehead and with that divine favor, from today I decree and declare that you cannot be rejected. My God, you will never be refused. You cannot be rejected. No job, no company, no individual can reject you. No man can reject you. No woman can reject you. In the name of Jesus, no embassy can reject you. My God, you cannot be refused. You cannot be denied. In the name of Jesus Christ, Still with your right hand on your forehead, I pray by divine order that in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the hand of God that brought the people of Israel out from the land of captivity, may that hand bring you out from every pain. May the hand of God bring you out from every suffering. May the hand of God bring you out from every infirmity, every disease. In the name of Jesus Christ, the hand of God is bringing you out from every workings of a family altar. The hand of God is bringing you out from every curse. The hand of God is bringing you out from every family bloodline that affect men, that affect women, in the name of Jesus Christ, any bloodline affecting your children, the hand of God is bringing your children out. It's bringing your marriage out. It's bringing your husband out. It's bringing your wife out. It's bringing your parents out. It's bringing your siblings out. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I thank you, Jesus.
I bless your name, Jesus. The Bible said, the Shunammite woman received the king's seal, the king's official decree. Father, I pray that with our hands on our forehead, the hand of Jesus Christ, may that hand sign an official seal of liberation, an official seal to have our inheritance, our freedom, our right, our privileges in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. You can now remove your hands and type a big amen on the platform. Just type a big amen. Just type an amen. Just type an amen. Just type an amen on the platform. Let me see your amen coming. God bless you. God bless you all for joining our prayer line today at the hour of the seven. God bless you, Pastor Andre Jackson. God bless you, uh, Mrs. Emmanuel Awuchi Apia. You are welcome. God bless you, uh, woman of God. God bless you, Patterson. Patterson, you are welcome. God bless you for joining our prayer line at the hour of the seven. God bless you, my daughter, Doreen. Doreen, God bless you so much. Uh, God bless you, Mommy Eva Berryman. Mami Eva Berryman, um, God bless you so much. My brother George Efriye, George, God bless you so much. George Efriye, God bless you. Deborah Joseph, Deborah Joseph, Deborah Joseph, you are welcome. God bless you for passing through today on our prayer line at the hour of Gethsemane. You are welcome. Uh, Latifa Ali, Latifa, God bless you for passing through. Dale, Dale, you are also welcome. God bless you. Hope. Hope you are welcome. God bless you for passing through today. My dear sister Bridget, Bridget Barima, God bless you for joining and passing through today. God bless everybody who joined today. Um, that is where we'll bring our curtain to a close and come back, God willing, tomorrow. Sister Patient, Sister Patient, God bless you so much. Sister Patient Barima, Patient Barima, God bless you, Bridget Barima. That is the family and Eva Berima. God bless you so, 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 so much. Um, God bless everybody who connected, who joined us today. Um, our time is up. Let's meet God willing tomorrow. Let me pray my final prayer. Spirit of God, we thank you. We bless your name. Our month of divine settlement. I decree and declare on this altar that any man, any woman who connected today, even those that are not online right now, but anybody that connected with his cell phone on this altar, I decree and declare that God may then be settled in million fools financially, in good health, may then be settled in Jesus' mighty name. God bless you. Remain blessed and favored. May the blood of Jesus mark you and mark your entire household now and forever in jesus mighty name let's meet god willing tomorrow 
Shalom. Peace.